Welcome to Shrink for the Shy Guy. This is the show for you if you are sick and tired of being held back by fear, self-doubt, social anxiety, shyness, anything that's stopping you from you being you. I'm going to share the most powerful tools and resources that I've been discovering over the last 15 years on my journey to eradicate social anxiety and instill confidence, first in myself and then in every single person that I meet on my journey. You're going to learn these tools and how to apply them in your life now so that you can become the most free, powerful, bold, authentic version of you. Hey, welcome to another episode of Shrink for the Shy Guy. I'm your host, Dr. Aziz, and we have an exciting show for you today. This is all about how to approach a woman, specifically the right ways and the wrong ways to do it. Oh yes, there are there are ways that uh, are going to be more effective in terms of creating a connection, creating the kind of relationships that you want, and ways that are going to subtly or maybe not so subtly, uh, repel um, someone that you're, you're attracted to. So this is going to be an important topic. And if you've struggled in this area or felt stuck or, or unsure or maybe repeated a pattern again and again, uh, all, all those things happen uh, usually because of a lack of awareness. We just don't know. We don't know what we don't know. And I'm especially excited today because we have a co-host for the show. Oh, yes, a co-host. And uh, her name is Amber. And Amber is a master coach on my team. She works with people. She's also a dating coach and helps men with this exact area. But uh, from from my conversations with Amber, I've seen that she actually goes much deeper than just surface level stuff and, and really how to be the most bold, confident, authentic version of you to create extraordinary relationships, not just dating. So excited to have you with us today, Amber. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. And, um, okay. So let's just, let's just cut right to the right ways and the wrong ways. So let's, let's start with, um, the wrong because, you know, if we're making a mistake, we want to know about that. And, uh, so, and this is great because you're not only a dating coach, but you're a woman. And so we get a double, uh, dose of perspective of, um, you know, what's, but doesn't work. So from for, let's just have you share maybe some of the things that you've seen. Uh, what doesn't work when it comes to uh, being approached? Yeah, so the first thing that comes to mind is body language. And I think there's so much information about body language. I actually read an entire book about all the subtle ways that we express our emotions and thoughts through body language. Oh, interesting. What was the and book? It was what every body is saying. So kind Ooh. of like a pun title. Sure. <laughs> and after reading that, I just thought, man, that's way too much information. And it doesn't have to be that complicated. <laughs> and um, I think when it comes to body language, the only thing that you have to think about is being open and not hiding. And hiding body language is when your shoulders are crouched and you don't want to take up a lot of room or you cover your mouth when you smile or when you're talking and anything to make you smaller and less seen. And Mm. that definitely shows that you're not very confident and that's not very attractive when you're approaching a woman. Interesting. So like literally having slump shoulders, head and neck kind of 
down any sort of like taking up as little space as possible kind of gestures and motion and use of your body is suboptimal. Exactly. Mm. And yeah, that reminds me of a, uh, this is back in the day I was studying, um, a lot of stuff by uh, David D'Angelo. Um, you know, a lot of about, you know, how to be a attractive man stuff. And there was this thing he was talking about body language and he was encouraging guys when they were sitting to like take up more space when they were sitting. So kind of like their their shoulders sort of back or one arm over the the arm, the back of the chair behind them, or make their legs kind of like, instead of all tightened together, kind of splayed out. And it was really interesting because I remember I saw it and I looked at it and I was like, yeah, that looks more confident. You look more relaxed. And then I went to go do it and I actually <laughs> felt uncomfortable doing it. Not because the, the pose was uncomfortable, but because it was like, ugh. Ugh, I'm like kicking up <laughs> something's bad or wrong uh, here. So um, what are your thoughts on like how to apply it? So let's say someone knows like, okay, I'll, I'll stand up bright um, and more open. But uh, what about that little n- inkling of discomfort as we do it? Any thoughts you've seen around that? Yeah, um, the skill of confidence is reciprocal. So that means that the behaviors that confident people exhibit as a result of their confidence are the same behaviors that make them more confident. So if you just start to behave in a way that shows that you're more confident, you will eventually feel more confident. And there are countless studies to prove that your body language has an effect on your mind and the way that you think about yourself and your situation. Mm. So I think... Just kind of do it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. So, um, so that's kind of like, so we, we kind of, I, maybe this is interesting. Maybe the opposite, maybe we'll be covering wrong and right at the same time. Right. Cause now we got the wrong was closed body language and the right is well, open body language. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we're killing two birds with one stone. Okay, great. What's, uh, what's something else? I would say, A lot of guys, especially when they're very nerdy, very logical, very intelligent, um, they want to plan the entire conversation ahead of time because that's kind of how they work in other areas of their life or in their work. And they're very organized and detail-oriented and structure and all of these things that actually kill conversations in the real world. And I would say that definitely is a big no-no when approaching women. And you have to get comfortable with the uncertainty of speaking to a complete stranger and having the conversation go where it will go. Mm. So plan nothing? I would say plan your first words. Like, Mm. what are you going to say? And then go off what she says. And this is just a skill that you have to practice. And it's not easy the first or second or third time. But it gets easier with time. And you can also think about it the way that you talk with your best friend. You don't meet them and think, oh, what are we going to talk about? And what if it's awkward? And what if I don't have anything to say? You just kind of bounce off of each other and the conversation goes where it will. 
and there's no real structure or themes planned ahead of time. Mm. Yeah, I like that. And what's interesting is with the best friend, there's this assumption that they like us and that they want to talk with us generally, mm-hmm. unless we're having a fight or something, but in general. And if you can bring that to an approach as well, I guess we're getting into the right now, <laughs> but uh, okay, let's keep it in the realm of wrong uh, or less effective. Let's say if you are assuming that that person, she doesn't want to talk to you, then um, you're, you're going to be a lot more tense. You're going to want to plan it all out ahead of time and that sort of thing. So, I, I mean, I love what you just mentioned there. I think, in a way, how would you initiate contact with your best friend? And and how pre-planned would that conversation be? That's a great point. Probably not at all. Maybe you have one thing. You're like, oh, I can tell them about blank. But you don't even think about how you'd say it. You just have a general idea. And similarly with the uh, approach here, and you hit on a really key point, which is uncertainty and our ability to tolerate. So, in fact, that's such an important topic and is something that I want to make sure that everyone listening really gets. Let's, let's take a quick break right now. And when we get back, we're going to keep talking about uncertainty, how to deal with it, how to really just enter into a conversation without having it all scripted, and, uh, and other keys that are the right way to approach a woman, and uh, as well as some more mistakes that most guys make that, uh, that limit their success. So stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. If you wanted to walk up to an attractive woman and start a conversation with her, could you do it? Would you be nervous, awkward, or afraid, or how she might respond to you? That's a case that Dr. Aziz knows well, which is exactly why he is a perfect guide for breaking free. Learn how to build your self-esteem and create rock-solid confidence with women without using any strange scripts or pickup lines. Discover how to tap into your natural masculine confidence today by going to 30daystodatingmastery.com. Welcome back. So, uncertainty. Let's keep talking about that, Amber. So, uh, okay. So let's just let's just bring this really practical. Really, uh, let's say I'm in a coffee shop, and I'm in line, and then I see this woman walk in, and she's looking at the menu or whatever up on the up behind the, the the cashier, and and I say, "Ooh, who's she?" And I'm instantly drawn to her. Uh, so I got, I'm going to have my open body language and I'm just going to have my first line planned, which maybe would be something like, what do you think? Well, I have a couple ideas. One thing you can do is ask someone for their expertise. And this makes people feel really good about themselves and it's a really easy icebreaker. So I can give you an example of how I use this in my life. Um, the other day I was at the grocery store and my boyfriend was waiting outside with our dog. And he told me that he trusts me to get some beer for us. And I don't really drink beer or know anything about beer. And I felt a lot of pressure but I went in and I went to the beer section. I was just looking at all of them, IPA and wheat and different flavors. And I have no idea about beer at all. 
And this group of guys came and they were choosing their beers. And I turned to them. I was like, guys, I really need your help. <laughs> this is sort of like, I think every, every guy, every shy guy, his fantasy is that he's going to be in the beer aisle getting some beer and a beautiful woman's going to come up to him and say, I need your, your expertise. Brilliance. <laughs> yeah, well, I did my own work with dating, so I am that girl, and I know that girls can take initiative too. <laughs> nice. Yes, that's absolutely true for for women listening. You know, this isn't just about um, men approaching women. You know, women can initiate with men. Absolutely. Yeah. And so they were like, um, yeah. I was like, and of course, I'm not single, so... I told them, I made it clear immediately that I have a boyfriend. I was like, you know, my boyfriend sent me in here to get some beer and he told me he trusts me, but I just don't trust myself. <laughs> and I was like, well, what would you recommend? What should I get? And they, and they were like, oh yeah, this one and this one. And well, do you like a weedy or like bitter or something? I was like, no, like as fruity and light <laughs> as it gets. And they gave me one. And of course, if I were single, that could go further. And um, I could maybe invite them to something or have them meet up with my friends or see where it goes in that way. But um, I just went outside to my boyfriend again. <laughs> sure, with your, with your wine coolers. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So um, asking expertise. Yeah. And like... The example that you gave for Starbucks, you could easily do that um, for the barista or the girl in line behind you. And you can make it kind of funny and dramatic like I did. Like, I just really need your help. Like, it's just weighing on me, this issue. Like, I can't choose which muffin to get, you know, mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be so serious. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's that's a great little subtle thing that, you know, sometimes it can be helpful to have this stuff broken down is that creates humor. Because if you just went up to someone and said, which muffin should I get, A or B? Uh, okay, <laughs> maybe you'd get some rapport and some buy-in. Um, if you went up to them and said, hey, can I ask you a question? And they said, yeah. And you said, hey, which muffin would you get, A or B? Now you're more likely to be, you know, get a, at least some engagement as a response. And then if you bring some humor into it like that, which is sort of a, um, exaggerated importance, and then they're kind of – it creates a lot of attention actually in the other person. If you're like, hey, you know, I have, a, I have an important question for you and you yeah. pause. Now all of a sudden their brain's firing. It's like, wait a minute. Who is this person? Why are they talking to me? What is the question? Is this going to be <laughs> you know, out of the ordinary? Is this something extreme? You know, their mind's kind of going. Uh, and then you – it's like the misdirect you know, where – it's not going the way that they think it's going. And then all of a sudden you ask them kind of a silly random question, like help me pick out beer or what muffin would you pick? And all of a sudden then they, the, the tension's going to break and then they'll laugh or at least um, the, the connection will, there'll be more rapport, more warmth between you two. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm, so uh, we're talking about, and this is another key piece is, so you're asking expertise, but you're, you're doing something that involves the situation that you're in, mm -hmm. like the supermarket beer aisle or the coffee shop. You're bringing the environment into the conversation. Yeah. And it's also helpful if you go into an environment that 
you're actually interested in. So for example, at a bookstore in the book section that you really like. And that way you can meet people who have things in common with you. Absolutely. And a key piece, this is just a side note around if you're single and you want, or even if you're um, just wanting to build your social life, if you're like bookstore, (laughs) why would I go to a bookstore? I just get it on Amazon. It's like, yeah, (laughs) you could. And the likelihood of meeting someone as you go to amazon.com is probably none, right? So uh, when we're, when we're, we, we want to like flick the on switch or like if you think of like a hotel sign when they, when they uh, don't, when they're not full, they'll put, you know, has vacancy or vacancy sign on. You kind of want to flick that switch on. Like I'm open. I'm open to the mm-hmm. world. I'm open to meeting people. I'm, and, and that doesn't just mean that you only talk to the, you know, 1% of people that you'd for sure want to marry or something. It's like, I'm just open to talking to other humans. And so instead of going, and get the book on Amazon. Hey, maybe I'll swing by the bookstore on the way home. And uh, and and if there's opportunities, I'll talk to someone. Or when I go to the supermarket, let me just have my awareness open to chat with people in the, in the aisle that I'm in. And what what expertise can I ask for? So these are some some great tips. W- what about um, here's an important question that I want to ask you. And uh, I'm going to ask it to you. And then we're going to take a quick break, and then. When we get back, you're going to give us the answer. We'll get a little teaser here, which is so many men that I work with, and even women too have this fear, that's like, look, to approach someone, that, that, that woman in the coffee shop doesn't want me to talk to her. She just wants to get her coffee. You know, those, even though obviously your story contradicts this, but, you know, the fear is, well, those guys in the aisle just want to get their beer. They don't want to have someone approach them and ask them questions. And there's this pretty strong fear that, approaching kind of unsolicited or it's like without them asking you or giving you a super clear signal that they want you to come approach them uh, to do so is somehow offensive, bad or wrong. And I want to get your thoughts on that right after this, when we get back. According to career partners international, 40% of 400 U S and Canadian business leaders interviewed chose coaching as their preferred method for leadership development. Research is accumulating that shows a return on investment, ROI, of five to eight times the cost of coaching, or 500 to 800%. The fact of the matter is coaching works, whether it's to improve your performance at work, increase your income, or have better relationships. When you invest in yourself through coaching, your life transforms. Go to socialconfidencecenter.com forward slash coaching to find out more about how to work directly with Dr. Aziz in private one-on-one coaching. Welcome back. Okay, so Amber, uh, approaching someone, you know, in a, in a public setting like a bookstore or a coffee shop or wherever, without them, you know, giving you the eyes and the clear come approach me sing- uh, signal. Is that, <laughs> what do you think? Is that okay? Is that is that a wrong thing to do? It's not a wrong thing to do, but it's true. Some people don't want to be approached. And do you really want to hang out with those people? Because personally, I love it when strangers come to talk to me. I love meeting new people and people with different ideas and people who take chances. And um, I remember I was waiting for my food. One day I ordered food and then I sat down and I started talking to this person next to me. I was like, hey, like, what's going on? How was your day going? And he was like, um, fine, good. 
I was like, cool. Like, I just got back from this conference. It was really great. Blah, 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 blah. And um, I was like two seconds into my sentence and he just got up and left. Wow. Like, oh. Straight up. Straight up fled. <laughs> And I just thought, like, man, you're not really the kind of guy I would want to hang out with. <laughs> and I think that does happen. And it's important to remember that the way people react to you, first of all, it says more about themselves than it does about you. And if you approach 50 different people, you're going to have 50 different reactions. And second of all, most people, especially in this day and age, when there's Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and you hardly have to spend any time with people in person anymore are craving that connection, the in-person connection, because all of those social apps are not a replacement for them. Mm. Yeah. I mean, several things you're saying in here could almost be entire episodes around this idea of if you approach 50 people, you're going to get 50 different responses and you know, once again, highlighting it's like it's not a let's not make everything about me, me. And instead, <laughs> it's like, look, people are all over the map. Um, some a person might be in a time in their life where they're just not open to talking to anyone. They might be having a day. I mean, I've had days like that where I got my headphones in and I'm just like, I hope I hope the cashier doesn't ask me a friendly question. I hope they, <laughs> shit, you know, and I've been there and and uh, and some people might just that might be most of their life and usually that might seem like a tough kind of cynical exterior but usually inside there's tons of like fear maybe they have their own social anxiety maybe they're hurt maybe they got their heart broken who knows maybe they don't think much of themselves so there's a lot going on behind the scenes and that's not our responsibility to figure out and it's just you know what i like is you just think about it as like knocking on a door and that's mm -hmm. what you did you kind of like hey is this door open do you want to yeah. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. And it's like well, that door's closed, but another door will be open. And uh, I think that's a that's a great point. And when we make a rule like it's wrong, what we're doing is we're taking well, like if some person doesn't like it, I'm so afraid of disapproval mm. that if one person might not like it, I better not risk it. And if that's the case, then you're really going to want to rethink your. Um, your approach to life, really, and mm -hmm. you know, and, and that sort of thing. But okay, so I noticed I'm looking at the time here. Let's give a rundown. Any other just uh, just hit any any things we just want to hit bullet points on some key tips of the wrong thing mistakes we can make, as well as you know, great things to do that really improve our chances. Mm. Don't give to get. I think so many men are so attached to the result of their interactions with other people so they're approaching a woman for her number and it the dynamic of that is unattractive because immediately when a guy comes up to her and he has that kind of energy of just wanting something from her and if she doesn't give it to him he'll feel really bad first of all that's a lot of responsibility for somebody that she just met and second of all it would work way better if you just had the mindset of what can I bring to her day? And not every single interaction that you have has to end in a number or a date or anything more than just a pleasant interaction. But if it doesn't, I'm a failure, Amber. So <laughs> I need you. I need you 
to preserve my self-esteem by <laughs> by being you know and that's 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 a whole thing that's why women um have a lot can have a challenge about well how do i say no how do i reject this person because they've all i most everyone i've talked to has had an experience of guy approaches them and they you know not in any mean way just tell them or show that they're not interested and he gets pissed off exactly or, or crumples and they either feel guilty or like hurt and so that's why a lot of women will have kind of like a uh, a shield up, which is almost like don't talk to me shield in some settings mm-hmm. because of that experience. And, you know, if you want to break that mold, you can show up powerfully. And, you know, what you just said doesn't just apply to the first conversation or the first approach. That applies to the whole relationship. Because if we're yeah. giving to get like, OK, I'm going to give you some love. So you get me and I'm going to get this out of you, man, um, that's going to be problematic down the road. And uh, we talk about this actually at the Unlimited Dating and Relationship Confidence event about the the levels of um, maturity and masculinity and how that kind of that mid-level, which is like the it's the immature male, it's almost like a teenager male is kind of like, I'm going to get mine. <laughs> and, and maybe we get a little more sophisticated as we get older where it's like, oh, I'm going to present this way, so then I'll get mine. And you're right. I mean, women feel that. And it is uh, it is not attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I see some of these YouTube videos from pickup artists, and of course, I'm a dating coach, so I have to educate myself. And um, I really love those videos where instead of just how can I get her number as quickly as possible, they're doing more of a funny prank where they'll go up to a girl and. Um, say some kind of funny pickup line or just really ridiculous sentence. And even if she's like, oh my God, and she just walks away, she's always smiling. And in that way, you can bring something humorous to her life. And um, it's not all about what am I going to get from her when I yes. say this. No, so that's... they'll say like, um, oh, did you fall from heaven or something? Or like those cheesy pickup lines are really funny. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and 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 that just also shows that you can kind of start with anything, uh, if you can if you can hold it with confidence and have that as your intention. It's like, hey, I'm gonna make her smile or brighten her day, um, and it's okay if she's if the door's closed, she's not open. That's okay. Um, man, there's a lot of power in that. So much more here that we could uh, dive into. And Amber's got some great um, blogs as well on our site, and uh, so. Awesome. Let's uh, let's actually go. We gotta take this, smush it all down, and do one thing with it though, which is to put it into action. Time for action, action, action. So your action step for today is gonna be to approach someone to start a conversation with them, stranger. Now, obviously, if you're single approach someone that you're attracted to unless that feels like you haven't done that in years or ever in which case just approach anyone you know approach someone just a platonic just start start a conversation and of course if you're in a relationship and for some reason you don't want to approach someone attractive um for whatever reason i mean that's in my book that's still okay if you're just there to connect but let's say for you it's like absolutely not then just approach a stranger to again platonically start a conversation because that in itself uh, you're, you're facing all out of those same 
concerns and fears and pushing through that edge. And of course, if you're single, you know, and you, and you feel up to it, actually go approach someone and, and apply some of this. What can, how can I just bring some positive energy to brighten their day? How can I let go of needing any response? And how can I use the environment? How, how can I ask their expertise? Tons of practical tips in this episode. The key for you now is to go out and take action. And uh, I'd love to hear about it. Go to shrinkfortheshyguy.com, shrinkfortheshyguy.com. You can send messages through that site. And until we speak again, may have the courage to be who you are and to know on a deep level that you're awesome. Thank you so much for being with us today, Amber. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. Thanks for listening to Shrink for the Shy Guy with Dr. Aziz. If you know anyone who can benefit from what you've just heard, please let them know and send them a link to shrinkfortheshyguy.com. For free blogs, ebooks, and training videos related to overcoming shyness and increasing confidence, go to socialconfidencecenter.com.